everyone, my name's Michelle. You may take your seats. How great was it this morning to be able to see those amazing families dedicating their little ones to the Lord, to be able to help, be helped by God, to be able to um, instill and import and raise those kids in a godly way is awesome. It is great to be here. And welcome to anyone who's new here, maybe come along for those baby dedications, or maybe you've just walked in today. Welcome to the family. This is True North. It's great to have you with us. It's great to be here. This morning, we're continuing on our series called Resurrection Stories. There's power in that, people. There's power in that. We have seen, we have experienced over Easter that death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And now this morning, we're continuing on. And we saw last week, even if you were here at the PM service, where Jesus appeared to the disciples on the Emmaus Road. And today, we're going to pick up over there, where he now appears to the disciples But before we get into that, has anyone heard of unboxing on YouTube? Anyone? Oh, oh, yeah, there's a few out there. I was actually, um, well, actually Jeff and I were uh, watching a show this week and this thing came on. It was, you know, some of the top things that are happening around the place and one of these were the unboxing. And what it is, I had never heard of it, so I'm like, let me just, you know, look it up. What is this whole thing that millions of people apparently are watching um, is unboxing. And what what it is, is people taking videos of themselves as they unbox new products they've received. I know, right? Unboxing, that's it, simple. But no, it goes on. There is billions of people that go on YouTube and they watch someone. And now I did a bit of research for today and I'm telling you, 10 seconds was enough. I don't know what billions of people are finding so interesting in this, but there are heaps of people getting in on this to be able to, um, you know, see, I I suppose, what the latest products are. And so I was chatting with Ryan, actually. I'm like, Ryan, have you heard of this unboxing? He's like, nah. And then he goes, oh, is it that stuff where the little kids watch video clips of toys and I'm like yes that's a main one of the main things like, oh yeah Boston watches that he's like Paw Patrol quite quite popular with the little ones um so I was yeah I was chatting with him and it is this whole phenomenon that is going on people unboxing and um people are opening all sorts of products that are uh, on the market ranging from skincare to um, makeup to all sorts of toys to all these products, you know, popular things, smartphones. Although in all my research, I didn't see that that phone. Have you heard Pixel phone? I didn't really see anyone really leaning into the <laughs> to the YouTube. I'm watching this. There was, but on the other hand, one of my friends she has a Pixel phone, and I'm like, I'm going to get you today. Um, but anyhow, but on the other hand, the latest iPhone. I don't know if it's an X or if it's a 10. I don't know what they call it. But that got 10 million views in five months. So my guess is it's not the kids watching that. So there's a bit of adults out there loving the unboxing as well. This idea baffles me at why people actually watch this, but they do and they're loving it. And kids, I can understand wanting to see all their toys get unwrapped and unraveled there. And it's a very successful thing. And I'm sure for the people on the receiving end of making those videos, they're loving the fact that 10 million people are watching this video because I'm sure there's a a little bit of um, 
gain for them as they, they get all these watchers watching their stuff. But let me, just so you know, because there's a few of us out there that have never experienced this. Why don't we take a moment? We've got a short clip. We're going to watch one. Yeah, we're all going to play together. Come on. That's all right. You miss out. You'll have to go and watch it. That's okay. No problem. What it was, oh, I was going to buy one as well. I could have done it for you live. Anyhow, I didn't. So shame. You miss out. But what it was, was this 53 second, well, it was a little bit longer, but it was 53 seconds we had there, of this lady with, who was opening up this egg, plastic egg, Angry Birds, and she's opening it up and what's in there is just this little, honestly, junky, junky toy and stickers, like stickers that are that big. And let me tell you, that video clip got 110 million views. Is that crazy? I, I don't know. I, I can't get my head around it. And also this slime video, they had um, the unboxing of this slime video, in two days got 84,000 views on unboxing slime. Has anyone made that stuff? If you've been anywhere around kids, you would know slime. It's messy. It marks your walls, all sorts of things like that. Um, but that, they're watching this stuff. And so this unboxing stuff is out there. You may want to go and have a look. I'd recommend. Don't bother. Um, but as we open up the scripture this morning, here in Luke, we pick up the story when Jesus appears to his disciples. And what we see here is actually when Jesus shows up, when he appears, all sorts of stuff gets unboxed in people's lives. That he appears to the disciples and we see him unboxing minds, unboxing peace in someone's life, unboxing the power that comes from the one on high. And this morning we're going to open up that story in Luke in chapter 24. If you'd like to follow along, it's beyond the screen. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I'm going to send you what my father has promised. But stay in the sea until you have been clothed with power from on high. As we start this morning, you know, the first point that we're going to look at over here is unboxing peace. And now as we give a little context to here, to the disciples, because they are, apart from freaking out here, they, are, they have experienced all sorts of things from um, Jesus' death to his resurrection. 
You know, he's, he, they've heard of, you know, bodies being disappeared, clothes that are left there, the tomb found empty. Then Jesus appears to these disciples and there's a whole lot of crazy going on. And the disciples are afraid here of what the Jews might think of them. So they are, as, as Christ followers, so what they have done here, what we see them as they have experienced Jesus over the time of being with him as disciples, they have seen him heal people, they have seen him cast out demons, they have seen him feed thousands of people. And so what happens here? That's right, they lock themselves in a room and they hide from the Jews. They, they've come back and the, the disciples are there, you know, the two have come back and they're in this room, they're talking about all these events, I can, I'm just paraphrasing here, I don't know what exactly they were talking about, but they're talking about all this stuff, you can imagine like if something's happened to us today in this regard, Jesus died and he's, he's gone and the body's gone and now he's appeared to someone, they're in this room, we're in this room at True North Church that, you know, they're talking and they're heightened, they're freaked out and they're fearful and they're like, what's going on? Let's lock ourselves in this room. And then all of a sudden, Jesus appears and he stands right beside them. And he says, peace be with you. Peace be with you. You know, all what has taken place, they're fearful, they're frightened, they're freaking out of all these events. And he says, peace be with you. What demonstrates here is this resurrected state that was no longer bound by any earthly limit. That, you know, death has been defeated. He has conquered the grave. He has, he has d- diminished. Like, there is no more death. He is risen. He is alive. Like the disciples from time to time, we can also find ourselves in situations where we are panicked, where we are stressed, where we are talking amongst our friends, where we are locked maybe in a room, unable to even go out from all the things that are going on in our lives talking about all sorts of stuff and the fearful of what's going on or what might happen. And Jesus stands beside us and he also says, peace be with you. Peace be with you. While we're still talking about that rotten thing that may have happened to us some 20 years ago, Jesus says, peace be with you. Don't let that thing have hold or grip on you. Peace be with you. What does it look like in our lives to allow the voice of Jesus to speak those words in our lives that unboxes peace in us, despite of the storm, despite of what we're walking through? When he comes alongside and he says, peace be with you, may it fall on us. May we understand it like never before today in this place where you might be right in the storm, you might be right in the middle of something. And Jesus says, and he stands beside us today, and he speaks that truth over our lives, that peace will come, that peace is for you today. Peace over your life, peace over your finance, peace over your marriage, peace over your children, peace over that thing that's happening at work, peace be with you. Where fear and doubt want to rise, Jesus speaks that to us today, that you know that peace is for us today, that you know we will walk through storms, we will go through places, we'll go through uncomfortable moments, but to know that he always stands beside us, he is always next to us, speaking that very truth, that peace will be with us. 
And the next thing that Jesus unboxes in the disciples is their minds. That over here we see that after Jesus speaks those words, peace be with you, he goes on and he asks the disciples, why are you troubled? Why does doubt rise in your minds? Um, I don't know, Jesus. There's a bit that's gone on. (laughs) I have a few questions. I don't quite know what's going on here. You know, there's been some things that actually we can't even describe what has happened. You know, there are some doubts. There are some questions. There is a bit of fear. We can't begin to even wrap our minds around what has taken place here over these last few moments. We're still mourning your loss and wow, now you're here next to us. There's a lot going on. Maybe we can't really even in our minds grasp what supernatural thing has just taken place, what divine purpose has just taken place. You know, there is doubts in our minds that are rising up. But what we see here, Jesus takes the doubts off those disciples and he brings them into the open and he deals with them. And he said, there is no bound of limitation there. But Jesus unboxes minds to something more. In our natural, we may not be able to perceive or understand exactly what happens in the supernatural. But over here, we see Jesus opens their minds that they too would understand the scripture. They would too understand the supernatural, what is taking place here. I'm not sure if you've talked to people or even tried to start to um, explain to them the gospel message. And, you know, I've done this before with people that don't really have any church background, no context of, of the Bible or anything like that. And so you start off talking about, you know, Jesus and all the things that he gets up to. And there's this, what? They can't understand it. In their head, they're thinking, you know, the gospel message, what, he died? He rose again? How does that happen? How does he come back? How does, how does we have eternal life? There is this glazed over that they're only thinking in their minds. And they just cannot grasp it. What they want to do is to be able to work it out. Well, this happened and that can happen. And yeah, yeah, I can maybe make it work in my mind. And they just glaze over with this thought of, nah, it doesn't make sense. But what we're talking about here is a little bit of faith as well. That as Jesus opens our minds, as we understand the scripture, faith comes into play and and we, we believe in something we may not be able to touch and see and feel and sense. But we, we, we believe in a faith that Jesus Christ is Lord and Saviour and that he opens our minds to something that we don't necessarily understand We'll never really quite get it on this side of heaven. But he opens our minds to understand the things of the Spirit. He speaks to us and he can, we can see visions and dreams sometimes of what he's up to in our lives. But if it's contained only in our mind, I think sometimes we miss it. Because we are, by human nature, inclined to hear, smell, taste and touch and we are recreated in that way to be able to touch and taste things and sometimes in our brokenness, sometimes in the maybe life story that we've had, it's somewhat hard to trust something that we can't see and believe and touch and smell and taste. 
something that is directly in front of us. But over here, Jesus invites those disciples in and he opens those minds to be able to see and understand this scripture. To unbox our minds to be able to have something that is greater than actually that just that letter that we read other than the life-giving life of the word of the, of the Bible. That Jesus, we can not limit him to our own natural thinking and understanding. But Jesus is far greater than what we could ever hope or imagine. He is at work in all sorts of ways that we can't rationally put together. With Jesus, no A and B equals C, ever. A and B, Z maybe, or something else. But there is no understanding sometimes and working it out rationally in our minds. But it is about the, the openness to the Spirit that he would open our minds to understand in our hearts of what is happening for what is going on in the Scripture. That we would understand and hear the voice of heaven in our own lives. And the third thing is Jesus unboxes power in our lives. I don't know if you've ever had a new product, you know, and it comes and you unwrap it, unbox it, just like those other people, maybe make a video off it. Um, but back in the day when we would first get, um, you know, your, your new phone, iPhone, Pixel, whatever it may be, that, um, you know, it would come and you'd have to charge it. And you'd have to leave it on charge. Jeff was, Jeff was very adamant that the initial first charge off the phone needed to go for that eight hours. So then it, it prolongs the battery for lifelong experience off that device. Um, has anyone else, has he been telling me lies? I think he has. And so anyhow, you get this new phone and you're waiting for eight hours for this jolly thing to charge so you can use it. It was, it was, it was hard going. But this day and age, they do come pre-charged. They know Michelle and know I want to use that thing straight up. So it comes pre-charged. But what does happen over time as you, you've charged it, it's ready to go, then it runs out of charge. And then you've got to recharge that. We all know that, right? Except for my mum. So she thinks that we got her a phone and we got her this phone. We're like, Mum, there's six of us. And we're like, we all programmed our numbers in and we got it all charged up. And we're like, wherever you are, you can just press these buttons and you can call us. If you need us, we'll come and help you. So the first week was fabulous. Thereafter that, she's like, oh, it doesn't work anymore. Um, well, there's a reason for that. A little bit more charge, a little bit more getting it back in the power socket, get it going. It's all good to go again, but no, she wasn't having to borrow that. We just left it. No phone for her, no phone for her. Anyone else got a mum like this or a parent? Yeah, they are. <laughs> love it. We love our parents. We love our parents. They're gorgeous. Just don't, not up with the IT. And as they get older, you know, they do tend to, run out of battery life quicker. I've just recently updated mine, so a little bit more power, a little bit more life in it, get things done. But we all sit here today in all different life experiences, our weeks looking different. You know, today you may be a school teacher in the, in the house and you are celebrating holidays. Can we hear them? Yeah, you lot. <laughs> Loving life, living life. 
Or you're here and you're not a school teacher and you're sad and grumpy because you don't get 12 weeks holidays. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that to teachers. You do a sterling job. You do a sterling job. But we're all in all different types of situations. Kids in the house loving it because they're on holidays. Or, you know, you're, at, you're in this situation where maybe, you know, life isn't super great at the moment. And um, our feelings that, you know, the, the weather is changing, things are happening, that, you know, you may be um, at home and loving the fact that, you know, there's cooler weather, I get to stay in my jammies till whenever, that's me on my days off. When I'm working, I tend to come in my clothes, it's good. Um, come in my proper gear. But for every one of us, we're reminded of this verse in 49. And it says, I'm going to send you what my Father has promised. And this promise is for every single one of us. No one excluded, not every second person who sits here. And this promise being that you'll be clothed from, with power from on high. That you will be clothed with power from on high. That wherever we are in our walk with Christ, whether we have weathered storms and, and feel like that battery power in our lives, that, that connection with God today is maybe hitting that red zone. You're on 5%. And you're feeling like every day I need to top up an hour a day just to get through our days to survive. Or maybe you're here and you're like, I am loving life. I am on holidays. Everything is swell. The weather is perfect. I love change of seasons. And I am 100% on the green, loving it. Good with God, good with life, just feeling great. Or you may be here and you're on 50%. And you always just cruise on 50%. You know, you don't go lower, you don't go up, you just stay steady. Everything is good. Everything's working. Everything's great. Where we feel we're feeling today, whether it's, you know, top of the mountain or in the, in the valley. Now, the scripture talks about here that this power... You know, they might be just feelings because we are on holidays. They might just be feelings because the weather is turned and you're in your great season now. But this power that is talked about here isn't about our, our own feelings. This is talking about a power that comes from beyond us, from on high to us. This power that from Jesus' death and resurrection now connects us to God who clothes us with power from on high, who clothes us to empower us to be disciples and witnesses in our families, in our homes, in our communities, to those around us. That power comes that you and I would be transformed more like Christ. And over here, Jesus makes a way to connect us to that power. And he says, wait, wait here to be ready to be um, clothed from on high with that power. And for each one of us today, if we take a minute even now in this moment, it's like, where would your battery gauge be today? Not talking about how great life is, but your power source from God. What does that look like for us? If we just even stop for 30 seconds right here and close our eyes, and before you and God, it's like, actually, where I haven't stopped all week to even consider where I am with you, God.
And as we get that gauge, I'm going to invite the band to come up. And as we wrap up today, you know what I'd love to do today is to be able to pray for anyone that would want prayer. That this morning, you know, we see Jesus when he appears, when he shows up, our lives are transformed. You know, the boxes over us that would want to confine us and hold us are smashed in one word with Jesus Christ. That he wants us to live in freedom. He wants us to live in power. He wants us to be moving in confidence and boldness for his name's sake. And that today they would love to um, pray for anyone as we sing this next song. To be able to pray for anyone was like, you know what, what I really want is I need that peace. I need the peace of God to be in my life and flooding through my life because I'm going through a rubbish situation and I just need you, Jesus, to break that box, open that box of peace over my life. Or in your understanding, it's like, I know this gospel and I've heard these scriptures and Lord, I read your Bible and I understand what it's saying. But God, I want more of you here your living, your spirit, your, your work at me in my life. That Jesus, you would break my mindset. That you would open my mind to more of your spirit, to more of your scripture, to more of who you are in my life. Jesus, come. I want more of that. Or maybe it is that you want to unbox this power over your life. That Jesus, I am not satisfied with where I am. I want more of you. Jesus, come in power that I would be a witness for you. Come in power that I would walk in the freedom of you, Jesus Christ. Come in power, Lord, that I would hunger and burn for you, Jesus. I want you more in my life. Can we stand up? And as we sing, I'm going to invite you to come down the front. I'm going to invite our our ministry team and our prayer teams to come and pray. That simple prayer, that Jesus, that you would come in power, that you would break open boxes, that Jesus, that we would be set on fire, hungry for more of you, that our communities would know and know and know the love of Jesus Christ in and through this place. Come. Come.